Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. This is crazy. Yeah, this is so crazy. There are so many of you. Hi. Thank you for being here. This is the first time we've ever done this. So um, now you're going to see what a real podcast sounds like before they edit it. I don't know about you, Ashley, but I'm nervous tonight. I was a little nervous the past 10 minutes. We've had a weird time backstage. All the guests that are going to be on tonight's podcast have been back with us in this room. We have one man who ate, we've been back there for two hours. He ate a whole wheel of brie cheese preparing for tonight. Not kidding. He said it was because he was bored and I was a little bit offended at that, but it's okay. It was very entertaining for us. Um, he says that he's going to come out, and he's going to do his interview, and then after that, he's probably going to, um, you know, throw up or something else. I have no clue what's next. <laughs> also, I have to give a shout-out to San Francisco. Congratulations on a big win today. Yeah! It's huge. Yeah, Jimmy G. Hey, do you guys remember? 
Do you guys remember when this podcast first started and um, Ben and I were both single and we were trying to set each other up with our celebrity crushes and I said that I wanted Jimmy G and <laughs> and it seemed like really possible, like plausible back then. Yeah, I really, think but, about you where know, your life would be now. I know. Jared says that, you know, Jared allows me to have a crush on him because he once was a Patriot. So anyone who has, you know, played at Gillette Stadium, I'm allowed to have a crush on. I'm just taking a second here. Um, Ashley, take a deep breath. Look around you. Look at how many people showed up for tonight's podcast. I want to say thank you. This is awesome. I hope it's a ton of fun. We have put a ton of time and energy into tonight. There's a whole team backstage that have probably worked three months on making this happen. Can we give them a round of applause before the night starts? We chose, we've got a few things. So I have to touch a few topics because this last week of promotion has been rough for me. I had no clue that you don't call San Francisco San Fran. So I know, I know that you're not supposed to call like LA SoCal. You're not supposed to call Southern California SoCal. But I had no idea about the San Fran thing, especially since so many of you are now calling it SF. And I think this is like a thing that's happened over the past five years. Mm-hmm. No, it's always been How SF? long has it been? Always? Forever? So I, I post that I'm going to be in San Fran. Give me a little grace here. And I probably got a hundred messages from individuals saying, when you're at the podcast, please do not call it San Fran. So, we came to San Francisco because this city has been so great to us over the last two years of our podcast. There's a huge group of you that listen. We knew that. But also, I don't know if you knew this, our producer who created the show, Amy, who you hear now and again on the podcast. You guys probably want to put a face to her name. Yeah, so Amy, (laughs) Amy, Amy, come on. Amy, you're right there. Give her a round of applause, producer Amy. She really doesn't like this very much. Um, All right. So thank you, San Francisco. We have a lot of planned. We're going to get into it right now. We're going to talk Peter's season of The Bachelor to get us started. Can I do a poll? Yeah. Okay. So you guys know that Hannah was definitely the most exciting thing about night one, or at least episode one. Um, How many of you, by a poll of clapping, want to see Hannah and Peter together at the end of this? Actually, I just don't see how that happens. But wait, now we have to see how many of you don't want to see Hannah and Peter together. I feel like all of you voted twice. Let's talk about this for a second. Because you and I haven't got a lot of time to discuss this. We talked about it with Peter. We talked about it last week. With Hannah going on Dancing with the Stars and also filming The Bachelor at the same time, there is no possible way that timeline works. I checked your facts last week. And here's the thing that stands out to me. I don't know if you remember this, but on Dancing with the Stars, there was this week where Hannah broke down. And there was never a very clear definition why. What she said was, hey, there's a lot going on in her life. Um, It had been an emotional roller coaster. Everything kind of compounded into one. And and it it was too much, and she broke down. And I think most of us didn't think twice about that because we're like, well, she's had the craziest year ever. In the past nine months, she's gone from Colton season to being like the most – a followed, I mean, the most popular mm-hmm. bachelorette ever to being a 
finalist on Dancing with the Stars. So I think we're all just like, yeah, the year's catching up with her. But perhaps something was going on behind the scenes where she was dealing with Peter either finding love or him deciding whether or not to be with her. It's interesting because, so when you're on the show, we'll give a little uh, background information here. So when you're on the show, at that point in the season, they're somewhere far outside of the United States, I'm assuming. I don't know exactly where they went. Um, They're somewhere really far away. So there is no possible way that she was still filming The Bachelor no, 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 and Dance with the Stars at the same time. No, no, no. But I think our big question mark here, and if you guys listened to the last episode or read my Cosmo article from this past week, you would know my theory is this. <laughs> Sorry if you were lost for a second. But my theory is that the two of them in Monday night's episode go their separate ways but think that at the end of Dancing with the Stars and at the end of his season, if, he's, if either of them are still thinking about each other that they have to, like, give it a whirl. So I'm thinking that um, the season wraps up on Dancing with the Stars, and then Hannah's like, oh, man, that, that crowning was awesome, but it, it wasn't complete without Peter there. So I think the news that Chris Harrison gives Peter as he's about to hand out his final rose is that Hannah wants him back, officially, like, can't stop thinking about him, and now he needs to decide between the girl he was going to give his final rose to and Hannah. Do you guys think this is a, this is a plausible theory? Or my, Yeah? When Ashley said this last week in front of Peter, I was blown away that she put the time into this. I've talked to Peter a few times. Um, I will say this. In my time since being The Bachelor, I think I've talked to every Bachelor, and they've all been great. Colton was great. Nick was great. I don't, I don't know if I ever talked to Ari before the season actually started. Ari was like, I came before you, Ben. I'm yeah. not going to you for advice. He didn't need my advice. <laughs> I will say this, and, and all those guys are friends of mine now. I have never met somebody since I started the show, at least The Bachelor, that was so excited, so put together, and so unprepared to be The Bachelor, which made me think that Peter was going to thrive in this. Well, because I think that people were like, okay, well, if, if Tyler's not picked... The Bachelor's going to be Tyler. And then it was like, oh, if Tyler's not picked, then it's going to be Mike. And then neither of them were picked. And then it was, it was almost like Peter, poor Peter, has been third place in, like, everything. Yeah, it really is. But, and I, I'm really into doing um, polls with you guys. I feel like Peter, after watching his night one and getting to know him a little bit, is the most Ben Higgins-like Bachelor we've had since. You know, it's, <laughs> if, if one day... Four and a half years from him being The Bachelor, if he can sit on a couch with somebody like you, Ashley, he's been doing all right. Um, so I'm super pumped about Peter's season, but tonight we have some guests from past seasons. But before we do, stay here. I got to talk to you all for a second. How many of you are in our Facebook group? Raise your hand. Not many of you. Okay, that's good. That's good. If you listen to last week's podcast, uh, we said something that we've never got so much hate for. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. That's not true, but recently. Can can you tell what I'm talking about? It's Caitlyn, okay? I know you're all Caitlyn Bristow fans. I'm a huge... Some had said no. For me, I love Caitlyn. She's a a great friend to me. But last week we said, after a caption that she posted on Instagram, hey, she doesn't like one person from the franchise. So you all know it. And we didn't think about it. And we feel really, really guilty. Some people are like, no. And it's definitely, it's not Sean, guys. It's 
And we want to make that clear. And also, like, some people are like, oh, Ashley and Ben are just trying to protect the franchise. That's why they're not calling out Nope, we didn't even think of I was thinking, who have I interacted with in this Bachelor family? Who, you know, who I think that Caitlyn doesn't like. And I've, like, never met Ben, this does not apply to you. So anyways, we want to genuinely say in front of all you, sorry, we didn't know it. We didn't. We'll get better next time. We'll get the facts straight. But Caitlyn's little army out there, they're brutal. Absolutely brutal to us. In our Facebook group, and I know they're going to be listening. We read you for support. So please support us. If not, get off of there. Okay. Hey, tonight we have some special guests. The first one just ate a whole block of brie cheese. We know him best from JoJo's season of The Bachelorette. He was once engaged to Taylor Nolan. And if you heard our podcast a few weeks ago... Things got a little weird. He also dated Stephanie Pratt. A couple kisses. A couple kisses here and there. And he returned to Bachelor in Paradise Season 6 where he pursued Demi Lovato, not Lovato, <laughs> and Tasha Adams. Give it up for Derek Paith. I brought them some treats. There's no brie in here. Was I supposed to have brie in here? Ashley, that's for you in case you start crying. I know. Uh, um, so I have a little bit of brie cheese left. I'm not kidding. This it's is one delicious, the, Ben. Derek, this is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. And I know you probably are out there like, this doesn't make any sense. Please check my Instagram story. Because if you do, you're going to see a man for no reason. There's literally no reason to this. Chow We're down bored. a whole block of cheese. Derek, thanks for coming out tonight. Thanks for having me. San Francisco. So you guys know around here, Ben always takes care of the fluffy, nice chat. And I just get right into the hard questions. So I'm going to do that. So Ben's going to talk the whole time. <laughs> well, that's what most people would probably prefer. But so we had no. Taylor, your ex-fiance, on yeah. the podcast a couple weeks ago. And uh -huh. she said that she never actually accepted a proposal from you. She never said the word yes. <laughs> uh, How I don't do you know, respond? I don't know about you guys. I actually like didn't listen, so that's not the happiest thing to hear. Um, so like, no, it's it's tough because like that was a very emotional experience and like a real thing to me, and I would hope for her too. Um, and if to like to like kind of throw it away like that hurts. Um, I don't. I never heard that before. So, like, personally, between the two of us, she never said anything to me, which is, like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, um, that's just like I love you. Um, you put your you pour your heart into something, and like to have that be the response is not what you want to hear. I don't know. But we, I mean, as we talk to Taylor. Um, and I'm sure, did most of you listen to that episode? This went from fun to uh, something else real we'll quick. We'll get back to fun in a second. <laughs> um, but one of the things that, uh, that we wanted to talk about was this podcast happens. We have no clue where it's going. Ashley kind of asks, I feel like, a softball question saying, like, what was it like to be engaged? Or I forget the exact question. And this is the response. For me, I'm texting Ashley 
And I'm like, what is happening? Like, this is unheard of. I've never heard this. I think that the idea that she was saying was when you asked her, she didn't want to happen and she shook her head, but she didn't say yes. In your mind, were you engaged to Taylor? Always, yes. For how long? Without a question. It was basically a year. Yeah. I'm going to dive a little deeper right now. And then it's going to get fun. Ashley, okay. I'm sorry. Because we're on a live stage. If we were in the studio, I'd go deep for a while. Um, so Thank you, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> so Thank she, you. she said that when you guys got engaged, you were sort of in an open relationship. Yeah, so um, she had always, like, really pushed towards not... Um, labeling it, I guess, and I, which I disagreed with, obviously. Um, and it was like something we had talked about, but also that, like, that's not at all where we were. We had been. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to explain. Um, you go through like a was this just crazy weird thing that we just went through? Like, is this TV that happened to us? Right? Because remember, there was like three months between when that happened and when we were on the show. And of course, like I think both of you know, you question whether like was the producers that got in my head? Like, do we care about each other? Do we? And so there was like some back and forth and feeling it out, just like I think a lot of people feel after the show. Um, and so during that time, that I had been had kind of been pushed away. And um, at, at that point in time, no, I was not dating anyone else. It was um, also something that we had talked about like many times. So. I don't think that, I think that's a little bit of a revisionist history and not exactly how things were. He never liked her anyway. <laughs> oh, it seems like we need to do an in-depth with Derek Paith soon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I can sit here now and we've talked about it so many times on the podcast. And, and one of the craziest parts about this show, I mean, we have an example right here sitting next to me. Um, we have examples with you and I at different levels. This show... Are we married? <laughs> <laughs> I would love this for us. Um, <laughs> the, this show impacts your real life in a deep way. You know, it's crazy to watch, right? I'm watching last week's episode of The Bachelor. Um, I'm telling you I've seen this next week's episode of The Bachelor. It's ridiculous can we got to tell you one thing there's going to be a gif that goes all across the internet <laughs> there's something that happens during this week's episode that might be one of the most memorable moments ever in bachelor history but that's not the point i've watched the most this- dramatic <laughs> episode ever i watch this stuff and i'm entertained like i was laughing this week and I laugh and I join in now as a fan. We get to meet these people that come off the show. And it's great because they all have these stories. And we always, always, always talk about this. But there's this unique moment in every season that I hope fans realize. Because I don't think it's, it's as much fun to watch if you don't realize how real it gets. And my question for you then is, Derek, like how real was this, has this whole experience been for you? Because we're going to get into Paradise which I felt like was one of the most emotional experiences I've ever seen on the show as well. That's probably the most emotional moment in my life. Um, to me, I've always been as present as possible when I'm there. So, like, I never, I went into the show not know, I, I, my little sister sent my information in. So, like, I hadn't watched the show, and I watched your season, Ben, because that's where JoJo came from, right? Uh, <laughs> and so that's, I think, right. like, it's a disservice. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think <laughs> I think it's a disservice to yourself if you aren't just like present and and learning from the experience. So always I've like tried as best as possible to of course like you could laugh at it all you want to, but there's also real opportunity and there's real relationships come fr come from it. Obviously, you know, there's <laughs> That it's was big. Perfect. I wish my nails were done for that moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, let's switch gears here for a little bit and talk about Paradise. And this is where Ashley thrives, because I've never been to Paradise. But to lead us into this, Derek, I want to know, um, really for you... Paradise. Well, yeah. <laughs> now we'll we're changing outfits. <laughs> he needs, oh, I, I was going to say, like, he needs an emotional support item yeah, right now. Yeah, that too, that too, I think. <laughs> the, your experience on Paradise was unlike anything we've seen. It, uh, it has changed, I think, the tone of the show. You will be directly affiliated with a moment in Bachelor history that will stand forever. What was it like for you sitting on the beach? Your relationship with Demi was, was beautiful, but sitting on the beach the moment she looked at you and said, Derek, this isn't going to work, and this is why. So I think, like, what people don't see necessarily is there's, there's like, three days of lead-up to that, right? And you're holding all of this weight on. Because, like, I've started to hear kind of things from her, um, and it drips day by day, and it happens over the course of, like, 20 minutes on the show. But you're spending three whole days, like, holding this weight on your shoulders and thinking, like, positively as much as you can, but also at the same time, simultaneously, knowing that, like, this crazy thing that has already been talked to you, like, that potentially could happen. Um, and so I think that, like, when those words were said, it's just, like, it's that breaking moment of okay, this is real life, and now you're a part of it. And, like, there's a, obviously a, a reality, like a fourth wall that breaks a little bit where you know, you're, you go, oh, wow, this is going to, like, affect people out there, like real, um, you know, individuals who are going through this kind of a process and, and are actually, like, processing this themselves. And so, like, so you want to be uh, as best of an example as you can. And so, so this is, is like a thousand pounds on your shoulders that then like suddenly did did break on me at that point in time um but i like i love demi and and i love christian too we all three of us stay in touch in our own ways obviously they, they're not together anymore but but we uh we like facetime and text all the time well you handled it with such grace we kept applauding how you you handled that situation you guys thought this was going to be fun. That's okay. what they told me. So, Oh, I have a fun question. So, like, let's imagine you and JPJ in a room together today. So I, was, I actually thought I was going to see him once. In, uh, in a, there was something in New York that the event people came up and they were like, did you know that John's going to be here today? I was like, John? Oh, JPJ. Uh, and I was just going to, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, how Evan makes fun of Dean <laughs> from afar. Yeah. Yeah. That was my plan. I was, like, going to, uh, from afar, do yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't ever care to talk to that guy again, honestly. So like, if you're in the same room together, you're just going to pretend like the other person doesn't exist. Totally. Like, I, what he did, yeah, thank you. What he That's, did, like, 10% of them agree with you. <laughs> 10. Yay, okay. What he did and, like, the way he took that was one of the grossest things I've ever seen. Like, he took advantage of me, too, to use it to his advantage. And I never need to associate with somebody who would do that. So, you know, John Paul Jones is coming on our podcast for the first time. Um, and, of on course, we're going to ask him what they think about, what he thinks about what I just said. Yes, we are. So I was going to ask you, what should I ask him? He's on a podcast. 
which he really frowned upon on your yeah. season. I really want to know if he's ever answered any DMs. Because... <laughs> uh, yes, that's a great question. Thank you. Here's the... So this is where it got offensive for Listen, me. Listen, Ben... I met my from girlfriend a, from through a DM. DMing her. Wells, my best friend. Fiance now from a DM, so... So, I don't hate on that at all. Get on your phones, check your DMs. Love exists out there somewhere, somewhere. Listen, girl. Uh, so what are you thinking about DMing? So t- that. <laughs> was that some, um, so tonight, we need Jeff later to start on, playing on the guitar right now while I'm saying that. It would be very, very romantic. So later on tonight, you're going to have a chance to do Q&A with Derek. So he's going to come back out. Uh, everybody that's on the podcast tonight is going to sit down. You, guys, you all will have a chance uh, to ask some questions. So be thinking of those. Uh, throughout tonight. I think that's going to be great. Also, I got to give a shout out because one of our mutual friends is in the audience somewhere. I don't know where he's at. Ben Zorn is here somewhere. Ben, he's you... hiding amongst you. Ben, where are you at? Yeah, Ben. Ben brought his dog. Yeah. He did? No. No, no he didn't. <laughs> I can't really see him, but I can see a really good looking big man back there somewhere. Oh my um, God. Wait, can I, put, can I put him on the spot just one more second? Yeah. Okay, so he's single. So during, during the question and answer, if a girl had a really great date proposal for you, w- would you go on a date with her? I'll say yes to everything once. I don't know. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yay. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. Uh, Derek, thanks for coming out tonight. We love you. We'll see you in a little bit. Uh, Derek, when you walk backstage, please tag our next guest. Enjoy your cheese. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> our next guest. Our next guest is somebody from Caitlin Bristow's season of The Bachelorette. He's a good friend of mine. And, and, a, and a husband of mine. <laughs> Jared Haben! Guys, guys, I want you to know that Dean Ungler is going to see this video, so I need it to be a little louder than this. Was this like therapy? I wanted to be Taylor with you. You didn't catch on. I don't know what I that means. I got. Like I got to we be honest. We were in a music video, but then you, you you weren't playing along, so I felt demoralized. I don't know what that means to be in a Taylor video, but I like it. I'm down. Next I've time. I've always said that you look like a guy that would be casted in a Taylor Swift music video. Guys, I got news for you. I met Taylor Swift once. Yeah, wait. It was a, a pretty crazy experience. We, it was at a wedding. We're gonna tell the story right now because Nick Viall is also involved, and he's never shared the story publicly. Well, Nick Viall is the one that got me into the wedding, so let's give credit where credit is due. It was when, so I used to live with Nick uh, when I first moved to L.A. He was very kind, let me crash in his house. Guys, you would have loved it. He walked around with his shirt off constantly. I'm sometimes, surprised. sometimes with his pants off. Yeah, but, I'm surprised. You know. It's weird. Um, so anyway, it was my first weekend in L.A. He got invited to a wedding party, uh, a reception. But we actually didn't go to the wedding. But the bride and groom were Bachelor fans. So we went to the wedding. And it was in Santa Monica. And it, I didn't know who it was. But uh, it was we walked in. And, and Jonah Hill and Taylor Swift were there. And uh, uh, they were apparently friends with them. And so it was this weird moment. At one point, I found myself standing next to Taylor. And she turned to me and goes, hi, I'm Taylor. And I was like, what? <laughs> what do I say? Do I pretend that, like, I don't know who she is? Or do I just be like, yeah, big fan? So I said, hi, I'm Jared. And then 
Uh, she found out I was from Rhode Island, and she has a summer home in Rhode Island, so we bonded over that. And that's my Taylor Swift story. It was great, guys. Very cool. And they, like, actually hung out, like, dancing in a small group of ten for, like, 45 minutes. Yeah, it was a great night. And then he called me the next day. We weren't together. I think it's Ashley like, more excited than this story right here. See, she's... <laughs> I just tried to remain, like, real. I mean, like, I was very nonchalantly being like, so did she, like, hit on you? Was she flirty towards you? Could, could you imagine? She was not. I was so thankful for Joe Alwyn at the moment. So. Can I get rid of this pillow? It's really uncomfortable. Yeah, please move it. All right. All right. Hey, let's so get started. I'm going yeah, to step away. I'm going to interview them tonight. Now guest. Um, one favor for all of you. You have a job to do. You have a couple jobs to do tonight. One is thinking of questions for everybody, including Ashley and I. The next is when you get a chance we got to make a young man's dream come true, and that's Jared's here. Please get on your Instagram, go to the Red Sox Instagram account, and message them, and please say, please let Jared throw the first pitch out at a Red Sox game this year. Guys, please do it. (laughs) Jared has another favor for all you guys. If you would just say a little prayer that Tom Brady returns to the Patriots next year. By the way. It would mean a lot to both of us. By the way, let me say this. Let, hey, 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 hey. We're all friends hey, here, guys, okay? Hey, hey. Hey, you don't even care if he returns to the Patriots. Let me you guys say this. As a New England Patriots fan. Nah, that's as, a- Hold on. As a Patriots fan, you're welcome from Jimmy G, okay? You're welcome. <laughs> all right, let's Feels start good, here. baby. Feels good. Um, we're going to start with Jared and I, because we've never got a chance to really talk about this on, the, on any podcast before. We're, have we talked about Jared and I's relationship where it began? Jared and my. Jared Amy's and my backstage screaming Gosh, at you. Dang it. Um, Try living with her. Yeah. So I love you. I love you. There was night one of the Bachelorette of Caitlin Bristow's season. And I was the first one out of the limo. And I'm gonna tell the story. I would love for you to add in here as we go. And I'm standing here and, and more and more people come in. And more and more incredibly good looking people that are tall with fitted suits on, um, nice beards, hair slicked back, perfect hairlines. Dude, when Sean Booth walked in, we both looked at each other and was like, dang Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. How? How, is someone, how does someone look like that? And talk like that? Yeah. So I'm standing at the gate, as you see, because all of a sudden I hear this man yelling from the parking lot. And I look out, and there's this guy who has his shirt, like, halfway unbuttoned, and he has a super, like, man thing on his chest. It was love man, okay? And I look at him, and I'm not kidding you. My very, I said, that's the nerd I need in my life. And he was 100% correct. <laughs> so Jared comes in. I walk in at that point, and I sit on the couch you see in the Bachelor Mansion. And I'm sitting in the middle. I'll never forget this. And that whoever the guy that drank a lot that night. Um, Ryan. Ryan. Wow, good job. Wow, killing the game. Don't hide. You should be proud of that. That's amazing. That's amazing. So Ryan is, at this point, I'm not kidding, jump, this is the scene. So if if you sit in the living room, if you look to your right, there's the pool. Ryan is at this point jumping in the pool in his underwear. And I'm sitting there, and Jared sits next to me, and I remember looking at Jared, and I said, you can't make this stuff up. Like, I, we get a front row seat at a show that millions of people will watch. And I don't know if I'll be here tomorrow, but I'm really glad I was here tonight. And Jared looked at me and he goes, we don't belong here, do we? 
We're not comfortable here. No. <laughs> this is you not guys, what, I don't know what we're doing here. Number three and number four that season. That's pretty cool. So, so Jared, I really want to get into It should the, be a lot louder than that. Yeah. Third and fourth, guys, okay? <laughs> so, fast forward weeks and weeks of Jared and I hanging out and talking, like, working through this with, with Zorn up there. Um, Zorn? Yeah. Zorn's up there. Where the hell is Zorn? Way up there. You can't see him. It's dark. There he is. He's... Ben! We'll bring him down. Um, can somebody go grab Zorn in a second? Um, so, anyways, weeks and weeks of navigating this whole journey that is wild and weird, and we can't wait to answer all of your questions about it. But there's this moment there, there's four of us left, and I think this is really, really interesting because it's interesting to me. And if it's not to you, well, it's going to be great on the podcast. <laughs> Too bad because Ben's the host and he's going to tell it. Anyway. Yeah. We're in Ireland, and everybody else is out on a date. It's just Jared and I in the house. And at the beginning, I remember sitting next to him, and he goes, we don't belong here, do we? And I said, no, we don't. And then throughout the experience, there would be these little moments where Jared would sit next to me and be like, I can't believe we're still here. <laughs> like, I can't believe we're still here. Either. And I'm not kidding. These would happen. And then there was this moment where Jared and I hadn't been able to talk for a while. He had just taken a car ride across Ireland um, with Caitlin. They kissed the Blarney, Killarney, what, Blarney stone. It meant nothing, I baby. It meant nothing. I, I normally don't get jealous about the Caitlin stuff, but like, we don't need to get too detailed. No. They just drove across, so we get to this hotel, and Jared and I are sitting there. Everybody's gone, and, I, and we said, can we just hang out and talk? We, the producers, for whatever reason, said, do whatever you want. We went down to a steam room in this hotel. We literally shut the door. It was a three-person steam room. We shut the door because we knew at that point no mics or cameras could be on us. We're in the steam room because you don't have to wear mics in the steam room. So you can really just let loose. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, if you have an opportunity to go in the steam room with Ben... <laughs> You don't say no. And here's the coolest part of the story for me. We sat, not this part, the next part after this. We sat in there for an hour and a half. Have you ever sat in a sauna or steam room for an hour and a half? It's torture. It's brutal. But we just were talking about life and what was coming next. And he looks at me then. I, I'll never forget this. He goes, no matter what happens here, what a beautiful experience this is. And now I look at these two, and it all makes sense. I think, it's, I think it's so cute that, like, two very important men in my life, my husband and my co-host, we're just hanging out together so much. Oh, Who would have thought? Me, Ashley, I, the big lashes, Kardashian at the time, would have never thought, like, somewhere in Ireland, these two... Yeah, we it's had a my very husband big... sitting there uh, taping the show. And I remember in Ireland, like Ben said, it was the four of us, and it was the rose ceremony. And it was Sean, myself, Ben, and Nick. Needless to say, I didn't feel too confident. But I'll never forget that day you turned to me right before we started walking into the rose ceremony. He's like, buddy, I think it's going to be one of us that goes home. <laughs> And I was like, I looked at him. I was like, yeah, she's either going to pick me or this six foot four, better version, look a better looking version of me. I wonder where she's going to go. Uh, but no, I, I'll, I'll never forget that song. It was a very uh, monumental moment because I remember early on being close with you, being close with Tanner, Joe Bailey, Ben. Uh, but then it felt like throughout the season, kind of everybody started, there was like, not clicks, but I remember you were really close with Sean. Mm -hmm. And then I, we spent, like, time together, but it wasn't until that day in Ireland in the sauna where it, like, <laughs> sounds really odd, guys, but we, it was just like a moment where you, 
You, you just like, okay, yeah. Come on, buddy. Hey, there he is. It's been way too long. To finish up this thought here, and, and Ben, we have some questions for you. I'm Wait, seen you. I have to start a new campaign after you, you finish yeah, the thought. So I haven't seen Ben Zorn in probably four years. This is wild. Um, we're, we're, if you have any questions for these, feel free to join in. We have a really weird question. This is going to really throw it off here. But we're sitting at lunch today, and this is going to get really awkward for a second. Oh, no. You're not going to bring this one up now. You're going to bring this up now? Yeah, I'm going to bring it up now. This is how far Ashley and Jared have come in my life. All right. (laughs) We're sitting at lunch today. Remember when we started this podcast, and you all listening, I hope you've listened for a few years. Um, If you remember Ashley at the very beginning... As I've said many times, she was emotional. Um, she was labeled the virgin. Um, she was praised for that, criticized for that. Um, but ultimately, through the podcast, we always advocated on behalf of being honest with yourself, doing what is right for you. Ashley did a great job at that um, for years. And then she meets Jared, and she's the fullest, most confident version of herself, not only physically, but also emotionally. I've seen a change in Ashley that I, I can't even tell you. It's been awesome. So listen to this. At lunch today, they tell me that they're signing on to sponsor a lubricant brand. <laughs> we could just leave it at that. <laughs> Isn't married life great? Hey, but um. Wait, 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 wait. Before I have to say this, that was very funny. Thank you, thank you for bringing it up. Um, uh, but you guys, do you remember Joe Bailey? Yes. Do you guys think that we should bring Joe Bailey back to paradise? Because Say yes. He's I a good man. I love Joe Bailey. He dated my sister after that whole paradise season, and he gave me the greatest laughs of my life. Um, you rose guys, before Rose, people. Rose, bu- rose before ho- oh, Rose. Be- no, Rose. Rose before Rose. But, yeah. like, you know, what, did he, what was the catchphrase? He said, got to get that rose. Got to get, yeah. get that rose. Give me that rose. Give me that rose. Anyway. I know you guys don't really care, but I really want to start this campaign and get Joe Bailey back on Paradise. Because do you remember what he got in trouble for during that Paradise season? It was for, like, texting Samantha before the season. And now we have Demi and Christian in a full-blown relationship before the season. Well, so a lot of people, A lot of people talk before the seasons now. He was just yeah. the first one to do it. Stagecoach. Stagecoach. Exactly. The rules have changed, Ashley. I'm not, I'm not, against, I'm not against it. Stop that. He's a very good-looking man. Um, it doesn't matter. His personality is shining. Ashley, Ben Zorn's sitting over here. So Ben Zorn was on our season of The Bachelorette. Caitlin Bristow's season of The Bachelorette. Caitlin's season was the best. He was a fan favorite, beloved for his kindness, his teddy bear like mentality, and also that he absolutely destroyed us in the boxing ring. If you remember this, knock uh, people out cold. Well, if you remember, that especially was, Jared, that was what day the hell? One. Jared may have gone to the hospital, but he put up a great. I fight. knocked Higgies out. Yeah, he knocked me out too. In no I way beat two fair. people to get to Zorn, and then Zorn kicked my ass. To be fair, to be fair, in no way was that fair. I mean, I'm going in day one. And this is our first group day, like the first day after we all make it in the house. 
and we, we all get pitted against each other. It's like, okay, you guys have to go knock each other out. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't want to fight Jared. I like Jared. I remember, too. I don't want to fight this guy. Before the match, I tried to be a tough guy, and I went up to you, and I was like, hey, listen, man, don't take it easy on me. And you were like, don't worry about that. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Take it easy on me. Well, time flies. We've got a big night ahead of us, but this was a surprise. Ben, I would love for you to tell everybody right now what your life looks like today, because I know you have some really exciting stuff going on. Um... Yeah, my life is, is, uh, is fantastic right now. Um, I'm so happy with, with the way that everything is right now. Um, for those of you guys that don't have social media, which is probably none of you guys, um, I got engaged six months ago. Woo! So I am off the market. We are planning a wedding, and I couldn't be more excited. Um, I am so in love with her, and we have a crazy story as well, but... Um, I'm really looking forward to marrying this girl. She here tonight? She is here tonight. Oh, that's going to be awesome. She's backstage. Uh, she's backstage. Well, hey, Ben, I couldn't be happier for you. One of the nicest guys around. Uh, love is something to celebrate, and we'll celebrate you here on the Almost Famous Podcast. Hey, thanks for coming on. Jared, thank you for thanks coming for on. Thank you, guys. Okay. Uh, thank you. Tag the people when you go back there because we've yeah, got... Just, uh, yeah, let me know all your handles. I'm sure I'll tag you guys all. <laughs> no, the women in the back. Oh, we'll tag oh, them as you all right, go. never mind. Never mind. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
Seven questions, limitless answers. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. The next three guests on the Almost Famous podcast live are three women who are some of Bachelor Nation's favorites. No, just stay here for a second. Some of Bachelor Nation's favorites. We've got Sydney, Katie, and Annalise. All right, so this is how this is going to work. This is going to be the greatest game, live game, in almost famous history. This is going to be the Bachelor quiz. So if you think you know Bachelor and Bachelorette trivia, in a second, Ashley is going to step into the audience and pick three of you to come up here on stage. I don't know anything. I promise you, I may be biased. I may be biased. But the prize for this is worth it. Before we, but before we do, we got to talk to our ladies up here. Annalise, everybody, give it up for her. Woo! So, Annalise, uh, before this whole night started, Ashley and I were talking about the questions that we, we want to ask everybody up here. Because we've gotten to know you all a lot, over, especially over the last year. But, Annalise, the first question I want to ask you, because you've talked about it many times before. Since we first met you on The Bachelor, your life has had some dramatics up and downs. All leading up to these experiences where you kind of put yourself back up on TV. You try to hold yourself together. You try to do your best. Tried. <laughs> Keyword. <laughs> what has been the biggest misconception of you after kind of watching the show back? Oh, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> I didn't prep you for that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I had a different question, guys. Um, okay, um, biggest misconception. I think uh, it was really hard watching myself back the first time around because I feel like I saw a version of myself that I had never been confronted with before. And then when I did Paradise, uh, it was very different. Um, I felt more free. I felt like I could be myself. But people would always call me desperate, and I felt like that was something to do with my age more than anything. And I think that was something that really troubled me because I am one of the older people (laughs) in the Bachelor franchise, which I am proud of. But the thing is... (laughs) 
that just because you're of a certain age does not make you desperate. So, and in the real world, I am not desperate. We're on a dating show. We're trying to meet people. We're trying to make these connections. Like, in that circumstance, you are going to be a little desperate. You got to get that rose, you know? No, 100%. Annalise, how did you feel this week when you saw that there was a girl that was afraid of teacups? <laughs> because... Deja vu. Deja vu. <laughs> because they made it seem exactly like they did with your bumper cars and the dogs. All I got to say is if that girl doesn't make it to the end, she will be on Paradise because they're making her very memorable. So I feel like the producers knew that they wanted to bring me back. And I feel like that was their way of being <laughs> like, let's give this girl a good storyline so that we can really see more of her. So <laughs> Victoria, is that her name? Um, so Victoria, I support you. I feel like trauma comes from everything and anything, and we cannot dismiss trauma. So, uh, before we move on to Katie here, uh, Annalise, I prepped you for this question, and I, and I haven't heard your answer to this. Which but I the last time we really watched yet, you but... on Paradise um, was when you were very much protective of a friend, and you were speaking out against Clay. Mm -hmm. At the time, it felt like Annalise is the villain trying to ruin something good. I mean, that was, I think, our take even on the podcast. And somebody that loves you and friends with you, but like, what is Annalise doing? This seems weird. This is out of character for her. Because at the time, only thing we saw was a love story being displayed in front of us. Now, fast forward to this moment. We now know that that relationship has ended, and not in a very pretty way. Do you feel justified? What is your emotion after hearing kind of the criticism for so long? Now saying, I, you're right. It's, a, it's hard. I struggled with it even being there. I didn't really want to confront Clay, but I felt like in that moment, it's what I would have wanted for myself if I would have been in Angela's situation. I'm very close friends with Angela, and all I can say is there's always more to the story, and what you see on TV is like 1%. So it's, it's tricky. Um, I don't like to say I told you so, but I feel like... It came it. full circle, so. right? Like, I, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I do think breakups are really tricky, though. And I think now having some perspective and some time pass, uh, I would have handled it very differently. I feel like maybe I would have liked to talk to Clay and had more of a conversation with him instead of going about it the way that I went about it. On to Katie here. Give her up for Katie. Katie, the last time we talked to you on the podcast was about, I want to say like six, seven weeks ago, yeah. and it was before you announced your breakup with Chris, mm. but I felt like, did you feel like at the time you were on the verge, like that was your decision-making week? How, what, what place were you in then, and what place are um, you in now? Shoot, when was I on the podcast? Um, November, early November. <laughs> it was all a little rocky. Um, yeah. Wait, what was the question? I know it was Rocky. <laughs> Hold how on, was, break that down. How was your emotional state then, and how is it now? My emotional state, my emotional state now is effing awesome. So, I feel good. I feel liberated and free is what I can say. So, I, I feel really good now. Then, I plead the fifth. <laughs> But yeah, I feel great now, guys. So one of the things we were talking about earlier is Katie 
has gone into this new chapter where she's super excited about what's next, and she's created a dream board. Has anybody out here created a dream board or vision board before? Woo. No, not no? many of us. Wow. Okay. Here's well, the thing. Hey, just me. let me talk to you for a second. <laughs> you all deserve to dream. So start dreaming. Write them down. Attack them. So it's, it's, it's like a bucket list. Yeah. So I'm you, not, I'm not, you create a bucket list because you felt like there was a lot of things in life you haven't done. What are some yes. of the things that are now on your bucket list as a single woman stepping back out into the world? So, yeah, I created an experiences list because I found that I'm, I love learning, but I'm a Googler. And I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to Google and sit on my couch and learn. But I decided to learn through experience and try and learn by living. And so I wrote this list. First of all, I've never been to Vegas for fun. I'm such a workaholic. I'm going to Vegas. Um, <laughs> I've never been to Europe. I haven't been snowboarding or skiing. I just, like, worked my whole life. And so this year I'm just, like, doing all those things that I've never got to do. And I'm doing literally every single one of them. Next yeah. week, uh, Katie is heading on Tuesday yeah. to Italy with somebody that you may know really well. Who are you going to Italy with? I'm going to Italy with Demi. <laughs> and then going to New York after that, then skydiving after that, then Bali Whoa. after that. Woo! Oh. So you know what? I took all of my hard-earned money. I worked my butt off, by the way. So I took all my hard-earned money, even the Instagram money. And, uh, and I went. I'm All right, next we have Sydney, who is such a hot commodity in paradise this year. <laughs> I felt like you went, how many dates did you go on total in paradise? Just one half just date. Just one date? <laughs> it was not that hot of a commodity. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was a lot of I, people's friends. You were a lot of people's friends? Yeah. Okay, but you're still a very, very hot commodity. But my, my biggest question as far as paradise goes with you is, there was like a cliffhanger or like an unresolved storyline. And that was what happened with you and Mike. And why was it one day you guys were in a relationship, it was great, and then the next day it was just non-existent? Okay. What did we not <laughs> see on TV? Well, you didn't see any of our relationship. What happened was we were actually in, like, a couple-week relationship. We were actually, like, seeing each other as much as you can call it that when we were just, like, sitting on the beach with each other. Um, I think it was the wedding. Um, they, they were really mean, and they took all the couples, and they split us apart. And they were like, figure out your relationships right now. So I, was, I had to go back to the house, and he got to stay. And he came up to me as everyone's, like, running around. He was like, okay, what, what are we, basically? Like, are we – I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, you're going to the wedding. I'm not. And I wanted him to, like, experience it. Because if I were in his position, I would want to, like, see what was out there. Because we hadn't been let out of the house at all at that point. So I love Mike. He's great. I'm – He's awesome. Um, but I let him do his thing, and then he came back to the beach, and he was like, so I met people, and what do you think we are? And I was like, well, you sound like you like them a lot more than me, so I'm going to let you do that. So we kind of had, like, a conscious uncoupling, but I love Mike. Don't worry. Um, but we're just Mike? not, like, romantically a thing, but best wishes. You know, here's the thing. And Ashley and I were talking, and we were, again, we were prepping for all this tonight. And Sydney, one of the things that came to mind was how, I mean, I know you don't feel sought after. I mean, maybe because of the number of dates you went on. But we know you were, based on conversations with a past guest, people who were interested in you. No, one of the questions is. for you, and maybe all of you up here, we can go down the, the list, the line. Would you ever go back on any Bachelor-related show and pursue dating on these shows ever again? Sydney, we'll start with you. I don't know. What do you guys think? Should I... <laughs> 
can we have a part B to this question? And who in the franchise would you want to see there? Okay, all right, let's do it. Um, so you guys know I've never had a boyfriend before, and I still haven't. So I didn't I have a boyfriend until 25. Yeah, so I feel like How this you? you're my spirit animal. Uh, I'm 28. Well, there we go. So this is my Yay! year. Um, <laughs> so I think if they ask, probably. And to be honest, I've had a couple conversations with Mateo, and I'm intrigued. Oh, shit. So, we'll, but we're not okay. supposed to do that, but we, we just through DMs. So it's like, you know. It's harmless. Oh my so I'm interested in him, I guess. <laughs> Plus, whoever could be on this next season. Uh -huh. So, but I don't know. We'll see. Katie? <laughs> oh, I love that, like, info. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm here. Um, what was the question? <laughs> um, would you ever go back bad. on a Bachelorated show again? And if oh. so, who would you hope to see there? Yo, is that you, Mike? All right. Did Mike pay someone Mike's to be here? here <laughs> Mike's Mike's got bots in the audience. Yeah. Um, okay, so as of now, the answer is no, but never say never. I would like to go on a bachelor-related show if it was like competition-based. You know, it all is competition-based. Um, not like, not like that, but like you know, like a Big Brother situation. Okay. Um, <laughs> but and who would I go after? I think it's a little too soon for me. Oh, oh yeah, I, bring him Let back. me tell you, I said, you I said, give me a silver fox in my interview, and I happened to be talking about Peter Krause, so. We all thought he was coming to paradise. We sat around, we were like, is I Peter coming said, today? I Peter comes down, and I'm pretty sure I looked at Chris and said, if Peter comes down, you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah. So. so Annalise? Who's that? Yeah, he's hot, too. <laughs> give me uh, all, all the people from Rachel's season, you're right. Yeah, there's some good ones. Um. I feel like everything you just said, but it's definitely like as soon as you say no, I'm never doing it again, then all of those people reappear. So I don't know. It's a never say never, but I feel like right now, no. Right I now, don't really no. answer the good question. Well, who would you date? <laughs> it's so hard. I feel like somebody just came to your mind. Yeah, Peter, the same, like, same. same. Peter. Peter. We like both shows. went for Chris, so we, we can like both fight over Peter. Silver yeah. boxes. Okay. Silver specifically. Hey, well, hey, it's now time for the greatest game in almost famous live history. Are you guys ready for Bachelor trivia? No. Ashley. I'm going to go find the three most enthusiastic people in the crowd right now to pair up with these Woo! ladies. Get, Get crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm Get watching crazy. you. Impress me. Do something Do different, something, guys. Stand down, stand down. Okay, yeah, you get up. Her. Amazing. She What's your ran. name and where are you from? She, she took it. I'm Britt. I'm from San Diego. You came up here from San Diego? My girlfriend lives in Walnut Creek. I bought her tickets for her birthday. Oh, amazing. Oh, thank Wait. you for coming. Hey, bring down over here. All right. What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, Sarah, I live in Menlo Park. Hey, Ashley. Ashley, we need somebody from over here. Ryan. Ashley. Oh, we need somebody from over here. Okay. All right. We have another one. You guys, I'm sorry. I took the ladies that came up to me, but she knew who Ryan, drunk Ryan, was from Caitlyn's Night One, so she Bring really knows her stuff. Hey, come on up. <laughs> when you know the answer, the first team to either make a noise with whatever instruments they have will get the chance to answer. If they answer, they get a point. So, when you know the answer, shake, blow, shake again. Ready? Oh. Who you don't have was the first <laughs> ever Bachelor? That was Annalise's team. Alex? Yeah. I like it. I like Alex it. what? What was Alex's last name? 
M? No, it's G. Yeah. G. 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 No, it's M. Incorrect. Next oh, team. Alex Michael. Alex Michael. Woo! No, it's no. not. That's not how you say it. Michael. Michael. Alex Michelle. Alex Michelle. Katie's team, one point. I feel like this is the easiest question we could ask. said Michelle. We can't remember the first bachelor, but who was the first bachelorette? Trista, Trista Sutter, Trista Sutter. Trista Sutter, we have a point for Sydney, a point for Katie. Which one of these was not a bachelor contestant's job description? A, Tickle Monster. B, Jumbotron Operator. C, Free Spirit. D, Mattress Tester. Okay. It's Tammy and Elise. They, sh they shook first. Annalise's we'll team. Um, I'm going to say mattress tester. That is correct. No, I'm glad. Who was the bachelor twice? Oh, that was Annalise's team again. Brad Momack. That's correct. Which bachelorette is now married to a former bachelorette contestant's twin brother? Okay, that was Sydney. I have no idea. So you say something. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa Ragcroft? No. Oh, God, no. It's Next. <laughs> Nobody? Oh, we got it. Okay. Deanna Pappas. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think my friend made We're very enthusiastic over here. Which Bachelor star went skinny dipping with one of his contestants? Okay, that was Katie. Ben Flanick. Team Weird. Katie, one point. Ben Flanick. Bachelor contestant Ashley Salter couldn't believe the size... Of what? Okay, Which team was was granite. It was a pomegranate. That is correct. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two more questions. How many bedrooms and bathrooms are in the mansion? Hey, me, it's me. Oh, hey, cool. hey, nine bathrooms. Right. That was nine. seven bathrooms. Nine. 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 nine bathrooms and how many bedrooms? Oh, seven. Seven. <laughs> I said bedrooms, but. Six is the answer. Nobody got it right. Final question. Carly Waddell and Evan Bass just welcomed their second child together. Name one, just one of their children. I already know both children. Okay. It's Bella Annalise. and Charles. Okay. That is correct. And they're the winners. Wow. wow. Annalise, you just won. <laughs> Almost Famous Trivia, yeah. we're sending you. Here's the thing. The prize, we're sending them, and you need to listen to this because I need to see you again. We're sending them to see Becca, Kufrin, and I at Bachelor Live on stage in any city. You, you want to visit. You also get the tumblers and the tote bag. And guess what the runners-up get? Guess what the runners-up get? The same thing. Team, all of you have won tickets and tote bags. Thank you for playing The Bachelor Live on stage. Almost famous trivia game. Hey, thank you all for playing. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. Now's the time for all of you. The, Tori's in the audience over here. We got to give a hey, Tori. Do you mind coming over here first? We got to give some love to this side of the room. Um, now's the time where you all. We're gonna take. I, I'd say twenty minutes to answer all of your questions. Um, please raise your hand. Be patient with us. If you have any questions that you want to ask later, um, if somebody's walking around, you can ask them. Ask anything. No limits. Absolutely no limits. Ask any of us. Um, let's have a little fun. Up first. Okay, what is your name? My name's Hannah, and where are you from? Um, I live in Oakland. All right, what's your question? Okay, so my question is, if any of you watched the most recent season of Are You the One on MTV, which is another dating reality show, a lot of people think it was the best season, um, and it it featured an entirely sexually fluid bisexual cast. So I'm wondering, like, when you guys think Bachelor might maybe have a lead or even more contestants who identify as queer. Um, 
And I'm also wondering how you could maybe use your platforms to sort of promote that kind of inclusion. Amazing question. Um, I'm going to start on this one. I, I think, like, we had a great start this summer, obviously. Um, the difficult thing is, like, the cycle that happens, the back and forth. So I really hope that something does occur at some point in time. I think it'll have to be, like, a standalone thing, similar to the way that Are You The One does it, right? So um, in its, its own separate, uh, like, new venture, there's, there's a whole quarter of the year that doesn't, there's nothing Bachelor related. So I would love if that happened and then it like got integrated into everything because there's something missing. I agree. Good question. Next question. Okay, hi. What's your name? Lindsay. And where are you from? Napa. I saw Ooh. you on the Y train. I love I Napa. <laughs> My question is for you, Ben. Um, if and when Chris Harrison possibly retires, <laughs> would, you ever, would you ever consider taking over the host position? I've never been asked this question. Um, Is that sarcasm? Yeah, it's sarcasm. Um, for, great question. I was just with Chris uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and he took his job. Yeah. I said, hey, man, your time's up. No, um, you know, Chris is super young still. Most people don't know this. Chris isn't even 50 yet. And so you got to think, yeah, so Chris started this show when he was 29 years old. He was the host of the show when he was 29 years old. So... Here's the variables that I would picture in my head with Chris. Is he's done it for a long time. He's invested a lot into the lives of all of us here and the cast members and the people watching. At some point, you have to imagine it gets exhausting. Like at some point, you just have to imagine that you've seen it before, you've experienced it before. I don't know how much longer he has left. I, I hope... I hope... I really hope Chris is around for a long time because he is great at what he does. Now... Given the scenario that he retires and they ask me, of course I would say yes. It's the best job in the world. Next question. Hi, what's your name? Rosa from Granite, from Granite Bay. Sacramento. So I have um, a statement and a question. A statement is to Annalise and Ashley and Sydney and Katie. You are a beautiful woman inside and out. And I love you girls, yes. And my question is to Ben, are you in love? Oh, am I in love? Oh, hell yes. Yeah, um, just to say, I, I got to brag about her. Um, I, uh, I was, we were sitting at lunch today talking, um, and we were just all expressing kind of where we're at in life. And I said, here's the part about Jessica that I never realized really exists until I met her. That once I met Jessica, and this isn't, my life was enhanced at every level. I've never been more at peace with who I am. As you all know, I struggle with my own insecurities. We all do. We all have our stuff. I've never had a partner look at me in the eyes and say, I'll fight with this, like, with you through this. And that's awesome. So, yes, I'm very much in love with that girl. She's the best. Thank you. All right, I just want to shout out to whoever's uh, 29th birthday it is today. Laura, where are you? Yay! Happy birthday, Happy Laura! Birthday. Happy birthday, Laura! Thank you for choosing to spend your birthday with us. Also to this guy in the front who's like, I'm just here. <laughs> All right, what's your name? I'm Tracy. I'm from Atlanta, and I met y'all briefly at lunch today. 
Wait, you're from Atlanta? Did, yeah. Well, you didn't come here for this, right? Huh? No, I live here now. Oh, you live here she now. She was at the high tea with us. Okay, cool. Okay, so mine is taking Ashley up on her dare about if anybody would ask Derek on a date tonight. Um, so oh, I'll describe the date first, and you can tell me yes or no. No worries. No hard feelings. Oh, but he's... I can't, like, steal anybody for a sec, so this is my chance. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. So my date idea, I know you guys are really busy, so I figured we would sit on my couch, um, eat a wheel of brie, and listen to Don't Cry For Me, Argentina on repeat. So... You s- chose the exact soundtrack that was in my head the entire time I was eating that cheese. <laughs> so so yes, here's what we're going to but... do. After the show, please grab, have Tori grab you, walk you backstage. We'll do a little date backstage. We'll see if this works. And if so, we'll, we'll, see, we'll let you guys decide where the night takes you. Hey, Tori. Tori, three more que- two more questions. Two I'm more on questions. it. Hi, what's your name? Danielle. And where are you from? Scottsdale, Arizona, but live here now. All right, what's your question? All right, first one to shout out. Ben, you're my favorite bachelor of all time. Thank you. And sorry to plug another podcast, but Derek, huge fan of The Bachelor. Hey, go ahead. It's a good podcast. Uh, any uh, help I suck at? Help I, help suck I suck at dating. dating. Yeah! Help I suck at dating. Help I suck at dating. All help right. I suck all at right. dating. God, I love my suck army. You guys are the freaking best. Where is Dean when I need him? But my question is two-pronged to both Ashley and Jared. As a fellow Jonas Brothers lover, keep my my pop socket. Yes, Kevin is the best Jonas. You're right. Um, I want to know, Jared, what is your favorite Jonas Brothers song? I have one. I have two. We're on a time crunch. I have uh, a roller coaster. Because if anybody's been to their concert and how they intro to that song, it is pretty friggin' awesome. And then, and then secondly, the year 3000 is... Wait, I thought you were going to say Sucker. No, Sucker's great, but I've been really listening to year 3000 behind her back. It's quite pathetic. You guys, I love that sometimes I see him, like, skipping through his iPod, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe he downloaded that song. Oh, he downloaded that song, too. This is so interesting. No shame. I just said iPod. Yeah. What's your favorite songs, Ashley? Oh, um, believe, uh, believe, I believe, is my favorite Jonas song. Oh, my God. You, you know of it? This is disgusting. So at our wedding, um, as Jared and I left in, like, the white old Rolls Royce, we had that song playing as everybody had sparklers. It was cool. It was a moment. It's a cool moment. That's, that's special. All right, next question. All right, our last question is right over here. Hi, what's your name? Um, can I be anonymous? Of course. <laughs> I yeah. like the mystery. Uh, Derek, I think you f***ed yourself over when you said that you'd say yes to anything once. Um. Take the mic away. Take the mic away. <laughs> Where is this going? Because it can't be not good. 100% hypothetically, would you ever be a sperm donor for a queer couple? Aww. Aww. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. That's a beautiful thing. Yes, absolutely. That's so awesome. That's like the most beautiful thing I've ever been asked before. Okay. Tori has been taking the questions and she's just, isn't she the prettiest little Gigi Hadid lookalike? She really is. 
She does a lot for us. She puts so much effort and positivity into our show. I just wanted to give her a little shout out. And if we can give a little shout out to Easton, who you guys probably know, Mark, Danielle, uh, Amy, Amy Sugarman, uh, all the people that make this podcast. Danielle. Danielle, yeah. Everybody that makes the podcast, uh, this podcast happen, and all the other Ohio podcasts. Thank you. Okay, we have to have a little chat. We've really enjoyed hanging out with you tonight. This has been the very first time that we've ever done this, and it's meant a lot for us to come here and do this with you all. We hope to do this many more times over. Uh, I'll be hitting the road here in two weeks to do The Bachelor Live on stage. Um, Our next guest has a story to tell. And so because we're almost famous, and because we only want to share the truth, even if it's ugly and it's dirty and it doesn't look good, we want to talk the truth, and we want to wait to listen first before we assume and judge. So do me one favor tonight. Only one. I haven't asked a lot of you. Ashley hasn't asked anything of you, except to come up on stage. Give this guy a chance. Our next guest, Jed Wyatt. Hello. All righty. Well, thank you, Ben and Ashley, for having me out iHeartRadio. You guys look great out there. Thanks for being patient. Thanks for not booing me off the stage yet. That's really sweet of you. I did bring my guitar. I know that's a shocker. So, But uh, I want to share some of my new music with you. This is a, a song that's actually coming out next Friday. So this is Risk. Baby, you're A cold heartbreak is written on your lips And there ain't no saving me from your touch Your poisonous love hidden underneath your skin Baby, you're at risk A risk worth taking Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Love you guys for that. Thanks for clapping. All right. You guys look good out there. You having fun? I don't know. That didn't sound like the loudest you could be. That's great. All right, so... This song I wrote about California, this is like, this was me like being at peace in my mind and just kind of like chilling in a car. I know that sounds like not very deep, but really that's what it's about. No, that's All right. Man. So this song is called 45 and hope you guys like it. I've been driving, cruising windows down, just 45 feeling so nice, perfect timing, yeah, yeah, that horizon, highway riding, just 45 and... 
Thank you, thank you. Jed, can I request Mr. Wright? Oh, I want Mr. Snap. Wright. Do it. It's been a minute. That would be it's the best. I think give us a couple lines of Mr. Wright. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. Um, okay, let's dive in. Let's dive. When we announced that you were coming on tonight, we've talked about this. The resp- you heard the response. You're right here, right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a massive eruption of excitement like we would expect for somebody who was the, the one that was chosen at the end of the most recent season of The Bachelorette. Right. And you know the reasons why. This is, has been n- no... How would you respond to that? Um, it wasn't cheating because I wasn't in a relationship, to be honest. But Hey, but here's an important thing that we, I think we have to do right now. Because you have a bunch of people out here who assume and think this. And I honestly, I don't know the story. I'm asking you this because if you did, we either have to agree to give you a second chance. If you didn't, then we have to hear the story. Right. So... Jed, here's your moment to speak your truth. To speak my truth. Wow. I thought I, thought I was just singing. Um, I mean, well, for one, I want to just thank everyone here for being so awesome and supportive. That's really cool of you and for coming out to all of this. Um, I mean, I don't know how many of you have heard the podcast that I've said, but I've been very open, and I realized all the things that I did that were wrong, and I have learned from them, and have since then moved on, and really worked on myself, and I'm very happy, and (laughs) it's all good. I'm very happy, though, and, um, you know, that was a big lesson. That was hard. It was hard to see two people be hurt. It was hard to see the people coming at my family, and it was just, you know, it's something that in a normal scenario you wouldn't normally experience, but it was just, it was crazy, and uh, I did learn, and from it, I'm better, and I'm happier, and that's really all I have to say. I just, I've moved on. I think, I think you obviously always get bachelor faithful to say this wasn't right, and you know, I guess Ashley and I have talked about it many times on and off air. It wasn't right, right? I mean, you would just say this is an experience you've had to learn from. Yeah. You've had to ask the almost famous followers to give you a second chance. Right. Um, you're happy now, though. And before Ashley is unleashed, <laughs> um, give one little explanation of where you're at right now with somebody very special to you. Yeah, so I I just really started working on myself, and, you know, in the midst of that, I had a fr- really good friend introduce me to someone, so I do have a girlfriend now, so everyone here knows. I have a girlfriend, and uh, she's amazing, and I'm, like, so thankful for her, and everything's been going really well, and I, I feel like it's going to continue going well, so, 
you know, you never know what could happen, but I'm just re really thankful for all the people that have decided to give me a second chance. And for those who don't, you know, it's, I don't blame you. I mean, that's, 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 that's on, that's on you at this point, because I'm, I'm happy to be moved on. I don't know. I, I would just say, if you're going to stay stagnant, stay stagnant. People are moving. Was the song Risk that you just sang for us inspired by a new girlfriend? No, that's, I actually wrote that song with my friend Sammy Ariaga two years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. how'd you meet your new girlfriend? So I had a, a friend in Nashville. He was like, man, you got to meet this girl. And I was like, I don't know if I'm like completely ready for any of that. And so a couple months go by. I'm feeling like I'm not sure what I want mm -hmm. at this point. So he kind of like set us up on like an Instagram DM <laughs> and we started, we started messaging and then I, you know, took a trip to Miami and I was like, this is amazing. Miami's pretty popping, right? More love via an Instagram DM. It's really yeah. cool. JPJ does not approve, but there's <laughs> been lots of love that's happened from them. My final question, and uh, this could be your last question that you ever answer about Hannah, but how did you feel about her um, asking Tyler out on that, on that live show and then going after Peter in this season? Um, I'm, I'm just so happy. I don't really care. That's fair. That's um, fair. So, hey, I'll make a statement here for Jed. Um, I don't... I don't necessarily know how to live life without giving second chances. I, and I mean that. I, I, I mean, how many of us out here, this is my Ben Bitches for the night. <laughs> how many of us out here have messed up? Raise your hand. Okay. How many of us have messed up and hurt somebody in the process? Raise your hand. And it's never okay. It's never okay. I promise you that I'm not standing here saying it's okay what happened? Honestly, I have zero idea what happened. Whatever it was, it's pretty messed up. <laughs> but I will tell you this. Unless we look to the person to your left and to your right and say, I forgive you. We'll move on. We're going to try to do this thing together. This life gets way too hard. You can agree with me or not. But please consider forgiveness because it's the only way we move forward. Jed, thank you for coming up here. Thank you, guys. And, and to Ashley, we've done this thing for two years together. Over 60 million downloads. It's insane, and, like, obviously we wouldn't be here if it weren't for Ben, the ultimate Prince Charming of the Bachelor franchise. And he, I love that Ben always has words when I am speechless, and I think it's a nice balance, but it definitely wouldn't be still going on to what will be three years in May if it weren't for you guys. And to all of you guys who took your Saturday night to come here, like, we are beyond thankful. Seriously. It means a lot to walk out here and see you all. Life gets really lonely sometimes. I'm not going to preach again, but it does. I get it. And to come out here and see you all sitting here, it means a lot. Thank you to the team that helped put this on backstage. Thank you to our wonderful guest who traveled all the way to San Francisco except Annalise and Ben. 
Thank you to all the Almost Famous listeners that are listening to this podcast tonight. For those of you who bought VIP tickets, we look forward to seeing you in like five minutes. It's way past my bedtime, so we better hurry this thing up. With that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. And we're out. Bye. We go together. Big thanks to the Palace of Fine Arts in San Francisco for hosting us this has been nothing but special. Thank you to the Viceroy Hotel Group for having us this weekend. It's been an awesome stay. Hotel Zellos, Hotel Zeppelin, Hotel Zeta, thank you for a wonderful stay this weekend. Thank you to 165 for hosting us for lunch today. 165 is San Francisco's hottest new culinary destination, offering guests four distinct dining experiences under one roof. For further information, please visit 165sf.com and to Dunkin' Donuts for providing dessert at our VIP party. Duncan specializes in delicious fresh brewed coffee, espresso beverages, signature lattes, breakfast sandwiches, and donuts. Duncan recently rolled out the Beyond Sausage Sandwich, new oat milk lattes, and brought back the beloved Girl Scout cookie-inspired coffee flavors, coconut caramel, and thin mints. Find one of the 20 locations in the greater Bay Area and nationwide by downloading the Dunkin' Rewards app today or visiting dunkindonuts.com. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.